do this welcome to this might be a podcast the song by song podcast about the greatest band of all time they might be giants i bought some very expensive plane tickets and flew to germany to talk to noah daniel so we're, is 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 that your full name or what how do you want me to introduce you on this i, I didn't even ask that it's it's my full first name in fact so uh, my parents decided to to call me Daniel like uh, my grandfather was called. And they were like, mm, ah, that's a bit boring. Just Daniel. So let's so find a no cool Daniel. other name to stick it in front of that. Well, what's your last name? Or is that secret? <laughs> my, my last name is also a, a first name in, in Germany. It's Ludwig. Ludwig! Woo! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very nice. So Noah Daniel Ludwig. Yeah. Like the wow. Yeah. Holy cow, <laughs> man. <laughs> Talking to a fucking king over here. Look at this. All right. So I've got straight out of Germany. I've got Noah Daniel Ludwig. Sounds so epic. And we're going to talk about whole lot of glean. Welcome. So do I call you Noah or Daniel? Call me Noah. <laughs> okay. This is all very confusing. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'll, I'll get it. I've had... I mean, if I could get Machek's name right, I think I can handle yours. All oh, right. I remember that episode. Yeah, he yeah. was on two. He's going to be on another one. So it cost me 15 bucks to ship his t-shirt to him. <laughs> <laughs> and 14 for Abby. I'm like, I thought England would be a little cheaper, but I guess... Europe isn't that big. Poland isn't that much further. I mean, it's... I don't know. Mm. I thought it would be, be 
I've sent stuff to England for her before, but not something as bulky as a t-shirt. But, you know, he's been patron since, like, the early days. So he earned it. And uh, the other people that I could just hand it to, like the saxophonist in my band who's been subscribing, and was like, <laughs> here, here you go. So that saves, that, that makes up for the postage. Oh, boy. So how much does it cost you to get uh, They Might Be Giant stuff in the mail? Oh, uh, I think uh, from the TMBG merch side, it's like at least $15, and then goes up with every t-shirt or whatever you order. So I think yeah. last time I paid like 20, 20 bucks for shipping, and I think ordered two t-shirts, so the Birdhouse in Your mm. Soul um Immigrant help fundraising, whatever T-shirt, the blue one, right? Yeah, and the the flood, uh, black flood T-shirt. Yeah, so you're helping them raise money for all the bullshit that's going on here in the yeah. United States. What's uh, what's 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 Germany like right now? As far as we know, that the English people hate immigrants too, <laughs> or at least the people that vote. Yeah, uh, just like over here. Because we all suck. What, uh, what's, what's the stance on immigrants in, uh, in, in Germany? To start this off really uh, deep political conversation. That's, that's okay. Um, Germany is pretty divided. Um, not, not in East and West so much anymore. It still is like a big thing in, in East Germany that um, East Germany is much more politically divided than West Germany. Um, huh. Western Germany. So it's... Yeah. You know, it's, same country now but um for 30 years but <laughs> still um do do the communists still have the music do they i think they i think they they never had um so much but uh yeah they didn't have david bowie i think <laughs> oh but, yeah but man. he did a concert where he like placed the speakers in, in west berlin um oh yeah Arranged them in a way that the Eastern Berlin people could hear it. I I remember that. That is he was fucking coolest. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so wait, where where uh, what town are you in currently? I know you're talking about university. Where where are you at right now? I'm at home. Uh, it's right, but what town? Town. Oh, I've, I, I understood time. So no town is a Münster. Okay, Munster, which is yeah, yeah. nice yeah. little town. <laughs> Americans are horrible at geography, but I did take German in high school, so uh, middle school and high school. But don't try to talk to me because I just uh, I've forgotten everything, and right now I'm more focused on Spanish. <laughs> so, but you know, but I stayed with like when I went on that band tour. I stayed with a uh, in Vienna. We all stayed with like uh, homestays, so like a family would host us, and that was. Uh, pretty interesting just being like a 14 year old you're out on your own for the first time this is pre-cell phones this is 1995 and we're just like woo and then we get to this house and like the teenagers that live there speak english but the parents are like kind of like barely speaking english so it was interesting but it was a lot of fun uh a lot of shenanigans uh if you're familiar with that word (laughs) yeah i hear it often but i don't really know what it means just means like goofing around like no up up to up to no good but in well 
you know, I mean, just kid, kid stuff being stupid, that kind of thing. Greasy kid uh, stuff. Yeah. So, uh, how old are you? I'm 23. 23. All right, well, uh, Abby's still younger than you, so, oh. uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> she just turned 22. The resident artist. So, let's talk about your history of fandom with the band. So, uh, young man, how did you get into They Might Be Giants? Whew, I think... I don't exactly have like a date in mind, um, but probably when I was preparing for or, or studying in, uh, it's not called high school here, but like the upper school. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I. Um, man, I'm I'm really tired. <laughs> Um, Sorry. Are you are you okay to do yeah, this, yeah, or do you want to reschedule? It's, it's okay. Okay. I, I just need to get in there, in there talking a bit. I'll slap you around a little ah. bit. Come <laughs> on, man. They might be giants, man. Mofo. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was using YouTube at that time really, really much. So uh, I was just um, watching a lot of videos on anime in particular and some okay. interesting parody of uh i don't know if you're familiar with the anime um it's called Yu-Gi-Oh, and it's about a yeah. children's training oh, yeah. <laughs> game yeah and uh there was a very nice uh parody of some british guy um and yeah he seemed to like they might be giants because he put it um well he used birdhouse in your soul as the um opening credits music for his parody and I was like, oh, that's a nice yeah. song. I just uh, shazammed it. And uh, yeah, then Spotify, you know, my, my generation. Uh, so easy! Yeah. You shazammed you shazammed the song. We, <laughs> we, we'd hear a song on terrestrial radio <laughs> and be like, oh, this is so good, what is this? And mom's like, we're here, get out of the car. No, but I need to hear the DJ say what this is. Get out, we're late. Damn it. Yeah. You have to wait till it comes on again. Or your friend hands you a cassette or a CD. Man. So, okay, so how old were you when you were uh, hearing this, hearing, figuring out Birdhouse? Uh, let's see. Must have been like seven years ago, right? Maybe six, seven right. years. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. 15, so 16. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And um yeah, I noticed you you post a lot of um Japanese culture stuff and you visit <laughs> there a lot. What uh are you studying uh are you studying Japanese in, in school? Uh no, like um I I love the the Japanese culture and a lot of that stuff um since I'm I don't know 10 years old or so. And then yeah, um, I never thought about actually learning Japanese until I graduated from, let's call it high school. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> then wait, what do you guys call it? I'm I'm trying to remember. From gymnasium. <laughs> yes, yes, I remember yeah. we watched these cheesy like soap opera type. It was like Saved by the Bell, <laughs> if you know what that is, but in German. 
And every episode would start like, um, das ist Deutschland, das ist Hamburg, and das ist whatever gymnasium. And then it would introduce the characters, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, yeah, most people would be like, wait, what? You're going to school at a gym? Yeah. You're just working out all day? Just pumping pumping weights? Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, then when did you learn Japanese then? Yeah. Um, I think the, the year after graduating, um, I really got into this. You know, Germans love football, like uh, soccer. Not not the yes. American football part. Yes, which, I know. Yes. Although it, it gets even like slowly gets popular too, but um, the the soccer uh, called football, and uh, I got <laughs> got into this uh, Japanese football soccer team and uh, okay became a fan. Just call it football. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. We know. It's, uh, you know. Yeah, I I try to pronounce it in a British way, so. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh, the team is called Urawa Red Diamonds, and uh, somehow, yeah, I combined these two uh, interests of mine, which is, yeah, football and uh, J- Japan, <laughs> into this very rare interest uh, to watch Japanese football. And yeah, then I thought, like, yeah, awesome. I need to interact with the, the people there, you know, the other fans. Yeah, I want to go you say, there. How do, how do you say goal <laughs> in Japanese? Huh? How do you say goal in Japanese? Goal. <laughs> it's just it's just an English word. They they pronounce the the, the L syllable right. but you know it's goal. Yeah. So yeah, I just that's awesome. Just started learning it on my own and. Uh, that went on and I got better and I went to Japan and improved and yeah now that'll help the last year I was just studying it at uh, Bochum University um, but now I'm continuing my biology uh, courses oh, master wow. of science courses from okay. yeah, this year so what's the plan then for your uh, your career <laughs> well what are you gonna do with your life <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, let's see what happens, you know. It's, <laughs> it's good to have some qualifications. <laughs> the first college class, they just played Here Comes Science on repeat. And that's all we learned. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the elements. I know all about the elements. Very nice. I d- cool. I actually, I um, did play, though, in, in my um, bachelor's like courses uh, in Münster um there were some uh, like uh, research projects um in the like uh, chemistry facilities uh, for our students and um even for biology students and then it was really boring and someone said like uh, let's bring music like like let's bring a bluetooth speaker yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I brought one and just played. They might be giants there and played. <laughs> yeah, played the elements. Yeah, so that was fun. Yeah, I'll tell you. You know, background music in uh, class in uh, middle school. Um, right, we got elementary, middle school, high school. Um, uh, in shop class, so like 
or industrial arts, basically like woodworking mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, in that class, um, even with all the heavy machinery and the saws and all that stuff going, um, our teacher, like after he'd teach a lesson, we'd be working, he would play the radio. And that, uh, and that it's, yeah, it was 1993. That's when I first heard Green Day. And that was like, that was my brain exploding <laughs> moment. And uh, it was pretty much all punk rock from there. I mean, Nirvana before that blew my mind too. And I was so young, I was like, what is this? It's just so angry. <laughs> I was just listening to like Weird Al, pr- pretty much, and MC Hammer, and then Nirvana, and then, but especially like, I remember being in shop class and hearing Longview, that bass part. It's like, I want to, oh my God, I want to hear They Might Be Giants cover Longview. So, because we know They Might Be Giants love cursing, they just don't put it on the albums. We know they love, sw- <laughs> we know they love swearing, and I want to hear Danny Weinkoff play Mike Dern's bass part on Longview. That would be, whoo! Wow. That'd be perfect. <laughs> random, random thought there, but that, that, yeah. So that's awesome. So you subjected the whole class to, uh, what, what did you play? Was it just like a playlist or a certain album? Um, it wasn't, a, it wasn't all There Might Be Giants, but I think I remember that, um, I played Birdhouse and When Will You Die? And one of those nice. two songs, um, <clears throat> someone from the, like, um, Next, I'll call it experiment table because the word won't fall onto my tongue. But uh, someone came over and said, "Hey, that that song—that's pretty neat. That's that's a good song." (laughs) I think "When Will You Die" was the one. So yeah, yeah. I like that really mean-sounding song. Yeah, Yeah, I think I like the idea of jumping up and down (laughs) on someone's grave. Yeah, sounds fun. It's it's really fun. It sounds fun. (laughs) You were already pretty well a fan when uh glean came out and even though the song we're talking about is not on glean it was a promotional video for the album glean so had you heard it pre glean or did you not hear it till my murdered remains or what uh and and what what uh, caused you to uh pick this song for your episode um uh, actually i think it's for me, it, it symbolizes the time when I really found out, like, man, this band is, like, my favorite band. <laughs> because yeah. before I, I was, uh, until that moment then, when I first, first heard Birdhouse, like, everything was about the Beatles. For years and years, I only listened to Beatles, Paul McCartney, John Lennon. That's and even there's a, a lot of good stuff Tringo, there. So, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so you know, wings, all the stuff. There's a lot of songs, but it's not that interesting if you always hear the same stuff. And um, then I think I I was downloading the TMBG app because somewhere on YouTube they they talked about it, and I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I never got a Team PG app. Yeah, the, the, it looks like a um like a audio cassette tape. Mm. Oh. And ah. 
How'd I miss that? Plays. No, no, no. And uh, there were always five different songs on it, and they would uh, change every day. Okay. And uh, like a little bit like dial a song. Uh, for me, it, it was a bit like the dial a song feeling, even though, I mean, I couldn't call dial a song anymore. But um, like that, I think I found out about a lot of songs on Joiner's uh, Severe Tire Damage. Uh, um, Flood and I think Minkar also was uh, there were a lot of songs from Minkar and later Nanobots mm. because then Nanobots came out um, yeah. yeah but then I was um, taken by surprise positively by the new version dial song weekly series that they well, published on their YouTube channel yeah and 2015 so yeah, at that time I was like, oh, great. I'm going to call the number. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah. So then those songs came out and every week there was something to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then they were put on an album and they did this hilarious video <laughs> where they're just signing yeah. these album copies. And we so wrote a song about it, and it was like, "What? This is genius!" It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's it's a rare, it's a rare they might be giant song where they're fully acknowledging something is actually happening to them. Yeah, because <laughs> right, a lot of their songs are clearly fictional or metaphorical or like you know inspired. I'm sure by real experiences they've had, but not like. I bought a whole lot of Sharpies, like, flat out, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. But the lyrics do take a twist, but it, it, is, um, it is a pretty great song in that, in that way. And uh, the video is great. Like, Flans isn't in the video, but as you see Linnell signing and the copies stack up, you see the little face that Flans has drawn kind of, like, changing and, like, animating almost. It's pretty, pretty amazing. I want to know, yeah. I don't think it says how long it took in real time for him to do that. I'd like to know how long that actually took for him to sign <laughs> what, whatever that hundred, however many hundred copies that was. It's a lot of copies. Yeah. In particular, I think uh, the, the evolution of the signatures <laughs> is very interesting in the video uh, because it also works well with the line Wait, I don't can put the line out of my head, can I? Um, we're working on some, yeah, of course, we're working on some complicated personal issues because for me <laughs> this really shows like in that situation they they are just bored by signing signing and always like they they are not able to maintain one signature. They have to change yeah. it. They have to work on these issues. It's very interesting. That's, yeah, that's the twist I love. And for <laughs> anyone that's had to sign, like, when you buy a house here in America, it's like, it's like this huge fucking stack of papers. And they're like, sign here, sign here, initial here, sign here, sign here, initial, initial. You're like, Jesus Christ. And by the end of it, your, <laughs> your signature is just, I mean, at this point, my signature, like, is pretty much a G. So I, so I, I sign Gregory R. Simpson. And it's pretty much an uppercase G, kind of an R, and then a Y at the end. 
and then an R for my middle initial. That's very sloppy. And then Simpson is pretty much an S with some wiggles and a dot over one of the little wiggles. So I, I, I can't even imagine him to sign this many things. Like any tedious task, any repetitive thing, if you've ever had a job that's like data entry or whatever, I mean, you're just like, oh my God, when will it yeah. end? So oh. it's, it's also exactly what I would do if I had to sign so many. I mean, I really love signing things <laughs> because I love my signature. I worked yeah, it out oh, yeah. very hard. <laughs> oh, well. Um, well. But well, you'll still, have to uh, you have to take a picture of it, and I'll uh, I'll tweet oh, it yeah. out and be like, "Look at this beautiful signature compared yeah. to mine." <laughs> I'll just write it down. <laughs> yeah, here, let but, me do my signature real quick. Let's see. What for example? Sh- in this is sheet music. What? This is starting to come together for the statue. Got me high. Is what you're looking at right here. <laughs> All right, let's see. Ah. Here's mine. Uh, <laughs> well, it's interesting. It says Gregory R. Simpson, <laughs> right? You can tell clearly. Yeah, I, I, I very, see. very legible. Let's see this masterpiece. There better be like a heart in there somewhere over the Not eye really. of Daniel. Oh. oh, is it reversed? I don't know. That looks like something that the. Uh, Maybe you got to mirror it too. No, that look. Oh, that looks right. Okay. Um, no, that looks yeah, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> it looks like what fucking like our Whatever. our very <laughs> our very important dudes that signed the Constitution had the fancy signatures back in the day. <laughs> now people barely even learn how to write in cursive or script or whatever you guys call it. You just we just we just everyone, everyone types everything. Yeah. But I love the twist in this song, yeah. and it would have been cool if, like, that would have been funny if, like, as he's signing, he's so mindlessly signing, that if he, like, started actually singing out the song, and, like, like what if he actually did write the song on the spot? Maybe he did in his head, but you do such a repetitive thing, your mind starts wandering. He could have been writing it right there while the video's sure, being sure. taken. But, like, that would have been funny if you saw his mouth start to move, and, like, oh, that's him singing, and then he watched the camera footage later he's like okay i like that make that into a song that's pretty great right what just comes to mind for me is like uh to combine with my biological studies um when i was sitting in i think i did that course in japan but i was uh, working on some um i did a plaque essay which is a technique to uh show the like um effect of a drug on the virus replication and uh-huh. so i did something with the influenza virus and um you get, it's really repetitive That's because you have important. like thousand small thingies and you got to fill oh yeah the virus solution in everything all the little and test I just tubes started uh, yeah. like changing the order <laughs> and first like making a cross over the whole plate and then like, uh-huh. just doing the rest of it. Ah. And I think you really shouldn't do that because you can... <laughs> uh, it, it can get a bit messy, but uh, it's really those <laughs> issues that are... That's hilarious. That's kind of... That kind of <laughs> reminds me of... Um, do you know what Scantron sheets are? Mm, 
doesn't ring a bell. When you take a test and you have to fill in the bubble for A, B, C, D oh, for the answer, that. right? So Scantron was like the brand of this one that they always used here in the States back in the 90s and early 2000s because it was this really thin strip of paper. And after you finished it, the teachers wouldn't have to grade it manually. They'd feed it through this machine and just go, and it would grade it, right? Um, but so they're, when they were just like, you know, people kids fucking around and didn't care about the test they would just make some design out of the bubbles or write like sabbath mm. rules or whatever <laughs> you know good stuff so you're doing it with like very important uh testing of the flu virus yeah. <laughs> whoops yeah. I, ju- I juiced that one twice yeah that would have been bad <laughs> noah ruined the whole experiment yeah <laughs> you're fired <laughs> I I think I think my favorite line in this song is um we're never quitting this fight unless it gets too hard. <laughs> and then at the end, right. we're never quitting this fight until it gets too hard. Hmm. That's kind of assuming that it is going to get too hard and they're going to quit. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. it's been 5 years since and they're still going. So why why do you think they didn't put this on Glean or at least phone power? Why mm. did they wait so long? Well, it it wouldn't really fit with phone power because it's about Glean, but um, well, my murdered remains isn't about uh, Glean, either. yeah. But it's like a yeah, like new album raises uh, album raises new and troubling questions, like some kind of compilation stuff. Um, best of the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I was just uh, having this conversation with uh, yeah. with Ger, with Ger about because uh, he did Oh We, which is off album mm. raises this new and troubling questions, and um, and I was contesting that that and Cast Your Pod to the Wind are just as much albums as Phone Power or My Murdered Remains, and um, we did kind of come to an agreement on that that it was weird that they've decided like in the 2010s that oh okay sure we've got all these leftover songs we'll still Mm -hmm. call it an album right i mean when essentially phone power is like glean's b-sides so as far as i'm concerned uh if they thought this wasn't like a proper song or whatever whole lot of glean it could have gone on phone power because phone power was essentially the dial a song leftovers um and i know abby would probably fight me on that because that's like her favorite album yeah. which just bl- blows it's my a, mind it's not my favorite album but i i don't think it's worse than than glean actually or not not really too much worse and for me it's I, like the the second half of the whole dollar song project in that time and i don't yeah. see a big difference in terms of quality of course it's like uh the, the well, special black ops yeah. version and stuff but yeah that's um, what I'm saying. Like I'm saying, like yeah. if you have like bills, 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 and yeah, well. and alternate versions, like it's it's phone power is essentially a compilation. I'm fine with them calling it an album, but cast but your I mean, pod is, is also album. kind of a compilation album, isn't it? I mean, when because they do these, when they do it's, these it's hard major <laughs> with the new these, releases, yeah, these huge dial a song runs. It's like I like fun was pretty definitive because it came out right at the beginning of the thing. So they're like, we already have these songs, this is an album, and then they yeah. gra- gradually leak the music right. videos, and then My Murdered Remains was clearly, mm-hmm. I mean, by the title, it's Remains, it's what's, what was remaining. So, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's weird, they just write so many songs that 
they, I think, are probably confused sometimes themselves of what to do with them. Right. Right? They're like, this song was pretty good. Why didn't we put it on something? Well, let's just throw it on more Murdered Remains. Like, I mean, Factory Showroom counts as an album, I think, (laughs) but nobody knows why. Because well, it's fa- factory showroom also just, Yeah, I have no idea. So, I've never heard anyone contest factory showroom <laughs> being an album. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah, I, I would have loved to uh, to have a whole lot of copies of Glean, a whole lot of Glean on on the Glean album. Actually, I, I thought it was when I read Glean was the last track, but then right. I remembered, oh damn, it's not that one. It's it's the instrumental one. Um, yeah, what a bummer. <laughs> they have so many. Yeah, they have so many songs that yeah. even they have song titles that get confusing. Like uh, yeah. when I did the episode for Answer, and I'm looking for covers and finding the very obscure song No Answer, and then they have <laughs> Microphone and This Microphone. Mm. Out a huge uh, Hotel Detective episode that has parentheses. She was a hotel detective. No parentheses. She was a hotel detective. She was a hotel detective in the future, and she was a hotel detective in the future commentary. Right, gets very confusing because when we talk about it, I'm like, okay, so back to the no parentheses hotel detective. Like it's yeah, so like a song called Glean and the song called Whole Lot of Glean. Uh, yeah, and the album's called Glean. I don't know, it's confusing. Yeah, it is confusing, but maybe it's a bit hard to put all those thousands of songs in order. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think they're confused about where to put this stuff. Yeah. Like. Yeah, hold on, Glenn, that was pretty good. Uh, so we talked about the lyrics. What do you think about the musical arrangement on this one? Because I think it's kind of a unique sound for them. Right. I mean, it has a very Linelli feel to it. Linellian. Yeah, <laughs> Because you've got these wonderful chord progressions, and it's really it's not easy to play i found out yesterday when i first tried to and then today i did a little bit faster because my yesterday's version was uh i don't know it's like (laughs) it's like really slow yeah those notes are very long already so so yeah the the chord progression is great it's just very it's kind of that um it's almost like dead in a way it's got a very similar tempo mm, it's just bum 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 it just doesn't have the the rhythm of the lyrics isn't as propulsive at the beginning at least um but you get the kind of just pounding big like half note uh chords on the piano and the guitar is my favorite part because right. it's just like do you do you play guitar um, actually, the only instrument that I really learned was, like, got teached by a teacher was uh, piano. But then I think four years ago or so, I, I um, loaned my grandfather's uh, accordion, and <laughs> now, yeah. now it's pretty much mine. You took and it! And I bought a second one. <laughs> but, oh, uh, nice. Two years ago, I think, summer 2018, yeah, um, I taught myself to play guitar because I was busy with my bachelor thesis. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah I to mean, distract you, yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was more fun. And yeah, so That's my great. brother has a guitar and uh, also electric guitar, so I just 
yeah. took those two, and he doesn't play it anymore. So, so yeah. this is definitely uh, very uh, well, well. What do you make of the guitar? Being someone who, I guess, you, your focus is mainly on keyboard type instruments, mm. but you play a little bit of the guitar. What do you What do you think of the guitar work in this one? I think it's awesome, especially. I mean, I have no idea what kind of filter they put on that electric guitar because it's just it's just so great <laughs> you know it, it yeah i i've been trying to figure that out myself and i use well they're using some pretty heavy duty uh high gain guitar pedals mm. um or amp emulators i mean you never know these days with digital stuff they could be plugging the guitar straight into you know some interface and doing it all digitally but if i were going to do it on my guitar pedals i'd probably use like both of my fuzz pedals at once so you got so i don't know how much you know about guitar pedals and um i spend too much money on them but like you've got overdrive which is supposed to sound like just an amp turned up really loud mm. uh then you've got distortion which is more supposed to be like your your uh, intentionally adding, you know, some grit to it. Uh, I mean, you're distorting the clean guitar signal. And then you've got fuzz pedals, which, as the name describes, you know, makes it sound really fuzzy. But what you've got here is, like, there's so much gain, like, there's so much volume and power going uh, through the guitar amp that he can sustain these notes. I'm assuming it's Dan Miller. There's no credits on the on the wiki. But I I don't know, it could be Flansburg, but that the note can sustain just like forever. Like it just sounds like he plucks it like once. I know it's more than once, but it's just that just kind of keeps going. And it's this very almost like kind of shrill tone. And it almost like breaks up at times. Like it almost like I don't know. I kind of want to plug my guitar in right now. Should I try to recreate this? I think it can take some time to to really get that sound. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> you you got two minutes? I'm gonna try to figure right. this out. What do you think? Okay, okay. Gonna take, just gotta take my headphones off for a sec. I'm gonna put you down by my pedal board so you can see it. Okay, plug this baby in. Okay. Distortion I'm putting on it. I'm using what's called a big muff pedal uh, and then a rat pedal, which 
is another, those are both pretty big name distortion pedals that I'm doing at the same time. he's using a um I, I wonder if he's using an ebo have you ever heard of an ebo no not yet <laughs> well you're about to well an ebo is um basically it's a magnetic thing that you hold over your strings so when you turn it on it it produces a magnetic charge that vibrates your strings without you touching them. So you could get these like super smooth solos because you never pick the guitar. You don't pluck it mm -hmm. at all. You just hold this thing over the strings near the pickup and it'll just go. And it could just it could you could play a note forever because it just keeps vibrating it with the magnet. Uh so yeah, an E bow. So I mean like a bow I guess could go really long. An E bow. That's a possibility on that guitar as well, but yeah, very heavy gain fuzz pedals or emulators on their some software. Kind of, what what is it like this phaser or what this uh, change from the really distorted sound to a more clean sound? I I don't know how to put it in it words. Actually, of, it kind of starts. It almost starts like it's about to feed back a little bit, where it'll where it does start to fade and it kind of almost gets kind of like lighter and squeakier, but then like it'll start it back up again. So, mm. cause that's something that can happen with, uh, I mean, I get feedback cause I'm like three feet from my amp, but if your amps in another room or something, you wouldn't get feedback as fast. But when you let that note kind of start to fade, it would start to like squeak and like produce harmonic overtones and stuff. This is just my guess, but this is, yeah, I'm wondering why there's no credits on here. I want to know if this was Miller or Flans, but either way, it's mm. super cool. For, for such a, well, pretty uninteresting song, some might say. On the surface, <laughs> it, yeah. Oh yeah, on the surface, because there's no really reason to, to do that kind of song. <laughs> but still, you know, it isn't just like uh, playing a short song on the guitar, like maybe some other musicians who would come close to that kind of idea <laughs> would do but it's really perfectly produced and you got this yeah great 
chord progression, this wonderful guitar. That's really ah, fills you with with such joy and uh, yeah, that yeah, that guitar yeah. line, just like it's like I was saying, like it's such a powerful tone, but it's right. got this ethereal kind of like heavenly nature to it. It's just like way up high, super high notes, just kind of floating over the lyrics and the piano yeah. in kind of a way that's almost like disassociated from the rest of the song, like. It's in the right key, but like it's kind of doing its own thing, just like way up there. It's like, Wee! like I'm I'm playing the guitar over here, and uh, Linnell's just like, all right, I'm just gonna keep doing this song. <laughs> so yeah, that that chord progression, you know it well because we are going to listen to your cover of it. Um, do you have any other notes on? Well, well, I mean, we could we could go ahead and and play the cover, but I want to know. Um, what it was like learning uh, the full song to record it and then record it again. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't as easy as other TMVG songs like, I don't know, uh, James K. Polk also. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> a particle got man. Three, three chords. Yeah, right. And you can learn it easily on, on any instrument. I mean, I've always got my ukulele that I bought last hey! year. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah. It's really easy to like play this kind of yeah. <laughs> easy things, and and once you like uh, figured out those chords, and then how you go to the relative minor or whatever, um, then then it's pretty easy to to play a lot of songs. Yeah. Um, but this one is different, so yeah. Yeah, I, I had to really get into it and uh, look at the guitar tap and yeah, try to play those chords on the accordion. Yeah, it's a uh, thing. it's <laughs> right. <laughs> it's it's the typical Linnell trick. Linnell, like all these guitarists that I've made cover TMBG songs, like if I'm playing keyboards or whatever else, guitarists are always cursing these Linnell songs. Because he writes them like a pianist. Like, you pick up a ukulele and you're like, okay, I know A. I could do an F sharp minor. It's not fun, but I could do an F sharp minor. But then you got, like, B minor slash A. And you're like, wait, okay, B minor with an A on the bass. You know, and then you're like, wait, how does this work? And then you just are like, ah! But if you sit down at a piano, it makes more sense. Yeah, a piano accordion also is, like, different. Because in this case, I, I really need the bass buttons to maintain that um, i think what what tone does it start with like this this back um background bass tone yeah yeah um while proceeding to like go up in the uh like chord progression right um, right yeah and the piano would be easier with your two hands right there yeah, on the keyboard right. but Accordion, you only got one it's, hand. It's on harder the to record because I can't bring it in here, and the keyboard sounds like shit. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Um, what are the two accordions that that you have? You know, I, I'm going to go ahead and drop in your cover right here, so we'll let people hear it. So here's Noah playing whole lot of glean. Got a whole lot of booklets to sign 
We're gonna stay up all night Keep our objectives inside We're doing this cause it's right We're never quitting this fight Unless it gets too hard Whole lot of orders to fail We've bought a whole lot of sharpies as well We're working on some complicated Personal issues Nothing is ever straightforward Lots of issues to So you got two accordions. What's your grandpa's like? Uh, it's this one here. Oh, pretty. Uh, Honer. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty, pretty. Pretty good one. He bought it from pretty much his first uh, first money he earned. Um, wow. I don't know how he earned it back th- back in the days, but so what year? What year way, is it from? Way before my father was born. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably from 1950 something. I think. Wow. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is like, whoa, Elvis Presley. And your grandpa's like, accordion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he also um, had to play it to. He also played, uh, I think, in a horn band um, and yeah, did a lot of different uh, work to. Yeah, basically to just be able to pay for his family so yeah yeah wow. did a lot of different stuff and also accordion it seems but i haven't awesome seen <laughs> him ever play it really um, no i've i don't know i have seen him play the the horn but uh accordion it just huh. uh was lying around upstairs in the basement and yeah whatever he he put it and um yeah, and then I just asked him, yeah, you know, there's this band. <laughs> went three times. Can I um, quote unquote borrow your accordion? Right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, it. I have three of my grandpa's accordions. Only one we've gotten into working condition. Um, oh. But my grandpa died when I was six. So I don't have any memory of him playing it. Plus, we lived. My parents grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We lived in Chicago, so we're talking like nine, ten hours apart. Um, so I don't remember ever seeing it. I've seen pictures of it. 
but I've never seen video of him playing. Um, mm. But they sat around in a my parents' crawl space, and I don't know if they were broken before then, but they sat around until I was when I was eighteen. And I was like, you know what? Like I had been into the Giants for a few years and Weird Al and all that. I'm like, I want to, I want to learn how to play these. And we dragged this cardboard box out of the basement, and uh, they all sounded more like maracas than accordions because the reeds were just all fucked inside, just laying there, just uh, like chicka chicka chicka. Half the keys don't work. They're all button accordions. So um, two of them we have as decoration in our f- office in the front of the house. And then the one I got fixed up is a diatonic, so it's made to play in C and G, the keys of C and G. And have you ever played a button accordion that doesn't have a piano side? I have, <laughs> have got one to 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 play once in an accordion shop. Like uh, the owner gave it to me and said, "Like, oh, try it." <laughs> but yeah, it's not really uh, something I would like to mention in my musical background because <laughs> yeah, okay yeah. yeah so you just kind of tried it out yeah, um, right. yeah so the difference with those is that it makes a different note whether you're pushing or pulling uh the bellows so mm-hmm. each button sh- little circular button makes two notes which makes it really easy to improvise because if you stick to the c row and you just play the bass, you only got the one chord, the four, and the five, that's it. You could just like wail away on it, and just everything sounds pretty good. Um, but playing like an exact melody is a lot harder. Like the only mm. They Might Be Giant song I've ever recorded on it was um, Lucky Ball and Chain, because that, oh. that was in G. Yeah, that's up on the Bandcamp um, on the live tribute. Um, yeah, and then you're, uh, so then you bought another accordion. Um, just to have your own, or is there? Is it? I mean, uh, this grandpa's accordion is a bit too big to carry around, (laughs) and uh, there's this jam session every. Actually, right now I think every uh, Tuesday night in Essen, which is a town near Bochum, um, and a bit far away from from Münster, but sometimes I (laughs) take it. For the sake of music, that's awesome. Uh, and go down there, and uh, then I, yeah, I take the smaller um, red Weltmeister accordion. Yeah, yeah, that one uh, I saw in the the picture you posted on our uh, accordion team thread. Uh, yeah, it's a really pretty one, and um, I mean, it's kind of it's got some similarities to to Linnell's current touring accordion. I, I wish I wish it was like 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 the main squeeze nine one one. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's it's a beautiful accordion. I mean, but yeah, if yeah. your if your career is playing keyboards and accordion, you know that's where you're going to invest the money. Yeah, and bring bring it around a smaller one definitely helps. So when you bring your accordion to this jam session, because I've brought mine to similar kinds of things, just like shown up. Everyone's mm-hmm. got a guitar, and mm-hmm. I've got an accordion, and like. You know, people that know me, it's not surprising to them, but I think a lot of people in the crowd would be like, what? That guy's an accordion. Who plays accordion? What's it like out there? Are people like, or are there other accordionists that turn out? Um, usually no other accordionists, although yeah. uh, last time in Herne, which is a place of, a, of another very different uh, kind of jam session uh, venue, but 
um, yeah, there was a, another accordionist and keyboard player who, who is a professional musician. Um, but in Essen, I'm the only one. And uh, yeah, so sometimes I also play guitar or whatever instrument is available there. Sure. But uh, yeah. But I Sounds mean, fun. yeah, accordion is it's very interesting for, for the crowd there too. Yeah. So yeah. everyone is like, whoa. Yeah, right. That, it's that like will fit well with the song there, and that's some, awesome. It's some kind of fusion, jazzy uh, thing. Sometimes a bit orientalic sounding. Yeah. So we we have a lot of interesting stuff there. Oh, that's cool. I think a lot of people don't realize. And, yeah, nice. It's cool. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that uh, jazz way back in the day, talking like New Orleans Dixieland jazz. Before electric guitars, you'd see banjos in jazz band because they're louder than acoustic guitars. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd see dobros or like steel bodied guitars, uh, but you'd also see accordions because um, you can really blast them out, like you know, to get over the horn section or to mm-hmm. you know stay, you know, keep up volume with some trumpets. Um, you'd see accordions, um, and I mean, what's it like in Germany? I know you know. The folk music of Germany, just like accordions, are all over it. Yeah. And I mean, everyone knows what folk music sounds like, but like just all all the folk music, like there's accordion all over it. I mean, in Italy, and I mean, pretty much every European country has accordion in its folk music. Some of them sound different. Like the French accordions have a little more vibrato to them. The you know Irish jigs, all the that accordion stuff. Um, so in but in Germany today is it still looked at as like a dorky instrument cuz we they might be giants fans don't see it as dorky but we're hmm. into a very dorky band <laughs> uh and but I think for the most part people are like that doesn't belong in a rock band or so I don't know what what's it like there Yeah I think it's very negatively uh Influ- well, the, the, the image is ne- very negative really? Why? due to the Oktoberfest uh, sound, which is mainly uh-huh. brass and accordion. And yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's button, not button, really button, something button. that musicians huh? would like to belong to. Um, uh, maybe, bummer. Yeah, r- maybe rather the, the uh, northern parts of Germany, like the um, sailors, which are playing accordion. That kind of shanty, yeah, style. But still, I think, yeah, different from a rock band for sure. Or man, it seems like, yeah, yeah, it seems like that could be like a pub instrument there. Just like everyone getting drunk and singing some song, you know, have someone bust out the accordion. I mean that that sounds. I mean that just sounds like the you know the olden days. Like that would not happen in America anymore. I mean, a lot of cultures when they came to America mm-hmm. brought accordions, but it was always looked on as like the working man's instrument. Like that's not classy. I don't know. Mm, it feels rather well. The, the might feel more classy here, but uh, I mean, after the the jam session ending, usually um, many people come around and some say. Eh, nice accordion like my mother played accordion when i was yeah. young and brings up so many memories can you play 
this song or yeah. whatever. Just play along <laughs> or improvise or whatever. And then I'm, yeah, I, That's I awesome. play the, the fast part from House of Mares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or something That's like cool. that to, to get my fingers warm. And everybody's like, oh, great. So they are really, um, there's a lot of positive feedback that I get yeah. um, in this jam session and other things. Um, yeah. It's, it's not really seen as dorky, but um, first impression is like, oh, is he trying to to make Oktoberfest music here? Or And then right. I, I play, right. and it's like completely different because my playing style is rather influenced by They Might Be Giants, a different... Sure. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. Or uh, Nelloris, because I think the, the Japanese counterpart of They Might Be Giants, even though... What, what are they it, called? It, it, Nelloris. So they, they were on the, I think, Hello the Band. Uh, what was it called? Not Hello the Band. Hello, ah. Um, um, this kind of promotional thing where they also premiered one of Frank Black's uh, songs, I think. Yeah. I the, Not something with Hello? Yeah, the, the Hello uh, CD of the Month Club. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, let's see. The Nelleries. Okay, yeah. Nelleries. All right. Because you were saying that, I'm like, wait, what? That's not a word. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll, I'll have to drop in something to theirs. What, um, God, could you, could you just pick one song to be like to introduce people to the Nelleries that don't know them? Um, I, I mean, there's the song that's on, or the, yeah. uh, the Nelleries EP. Yeah. If that's available, I don't know. I don't know. Time to look on YouTube. One of my favorite songs is uh, is Neutral Blue. I haven't, still haven't figured out the the lyrics to it completely. But it's uh-huh. some, something like uh, uh, "You were the sound of neutral blue. It was the color of your voice, or something like that." Wow. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. But uh, yeah, they're they're Japanese, and I think uh, uh, Kuyara Jun is the accordionist, and she also sings and and writes the the words. Uh, in English, <laughs> yeah, uh, this looks she, great. She can't really sing in English, but it's <laughs> it's really fun. Get uh, this uh, very special sound, also different from They Might Be Giants, but yeah, um, I'm, it fits really well. The guitars and yeah, yeah. I'm just I just searched them the band name on YouTube and 
it looks very, I mean, the aesthetics to all of the artwork and all this stuff looks really cool. I like, I can tell, well, and one of them is labeled as dream pop, but then you got accordion like this looks, I'm going to be checking this stuff out immediately. I, I really love it. So yeah, this, this looks very intriguing. I'm so I'll be checking they, them out. They promoted them. So yeah. Also, I think, uh, the songs that were on the, I love, uh, what was it called again? So the Hello CD of the Month Club. Hello CD of the Month Club. Um, I think one of the songs was Banana. And uh, if you get into the lyrics, uh, it's one of the few songs which you actually can, like, uh, you can comprehend the, the meaning of the lyrics. And yeah, it's about uh, someone's banana. <laughs> I, yeah. The singer's <laughs> affection to it. <laughs> I think the, the album's name is um, Yellow Mellow Fellow Nelleries or something that. like that. <laughs> Man, I'm liking, I'm liking these girls. This sounds cool. It's nice. interesting, but but you really get to uh, uh, get over that uh, very Japanese accent. Yeah, that's that's fine with me. I grew up on. Uh, I, have you heard of many punk bands? Like, have, do you know who No Effects is? Uh, no. No effects is like this, you'd call them skate punk, like what skateboarders would listen to. Uh, they're from California, uh, the San Francisco area, and uh, their bass player started a, a record company called Fat Records, and mm. um, they ah. put out a bunch of albums by High Standard. Have you heard High Standard? Yeah, yeah, I love High Standard. Angry Fist! The, uh, my favorite uh, football bar, my favorite sports bar in Japan. It's really, if, if you come to Japan one day, you gotta go there. The owner loves High Standard too. And, Hell yeah, uh, it's incredible. We, we uh, if it gets like uh, after after winning a title, a trophy, the first the players come, and after the players are gone, <laughs> he puts the uh, CD <laughs> of the of, of nice. High Standard, and we sing along. Uh, yeah. I won't forget when you said to me, stay cold. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember, man, the uh, the video for yeah. for Angry Fist, he was like, 
Uh, what was it? Fighting fist and gristle. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I'm trying to remember, but I love. I just like found it so. I mean, the music was exactly like all the American stuff I was listening to. Um, that's it's exact style, and I loved it, and I loved the mm. drummer, um, and just like something about them singing in, in, the, in the second language was just like so endearing to me. I just loved it. It was so right. cool. And yeah, I love that band. I think I had a shirt of theirs too. that had a fist on it. I think we've d- diverted away from they might be giants quite a bit, but <laughs> but still. Uh, anyway, so in Japan, I wouldn't imagine accordion's a popular instrument. That's a good question. I haven't yet taken it to Japan, but uh, I, I just know that one uh, accordion repair and repairing guy in in Tokyo eastern part of tokyo uh, where i went once and uh who let me play the button accordion so oh that was yeah it was in japan well, wow let's, um let's not call it play but uh, <laughs> let me hold it <laughs> yeah well it's a whole different experience really um that's yeah that's because i mean i don't know a ton about japanese folk music but i know enough to know that it's, it's very focused on string instruments mm. um like the koto and you know all so the, saying, the yeah yeah uh and i just can't think of anything i've ever listened to that had accordion in it I'm not saying mm. it wouldn't work but it just doesn't seem like that's part of the at least the the deep history mm. of folk music there but sure yeah. yeah i don't know where where zunkuri had i got that accordion <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty cool i mean it might have been even more novel there like in germany you show up somewhere with an accordion people are like okay i know what that is but in japan it'd be like yeah. Cordia, what's that's some weird European instrument. Yeah, I don't know. That's cool. I will definitely be checking uh the the, the Nellaries out. That's so great. <laughs> so let's um let's get back to the song at hand. There is one other cover. Um actually there's going to be two other covers of this song, but they're both by the same person. Do you know who? Oh. Oh, it's it's from her also. Because uh I forgot the name, but by, I found that whole lot of glean acoustic cover on yes. youtube yes yes so that is carrie That's carrie great. hearn carrie hearn has been a uh, loyal fan and friend of the podcast since way back and i just sent her a t-shirt as well to michigan which is not that far from me um and you must she, eat michigan's brains she, right yes <laughs> everything i know about the states <laughs> yeah, right. is from state songs I know he needs to write more so there can be an Indiana. Because there's yeah. an Il- Illinois. I grew up in Illinois. But that's just like. Yeah, there's no words. Nothing to sing along. And then where my parents came from, Pennsylvania, it's just like all that violin and just, yeah, just it's a tail end. You just tax it on. Pennsylvania. Like, oh, really, man? That's all you got for Pennsylvania? Oh. It's a cool violin part, but yeah. So, so Carrie here, um, or Jesse Cat, the YouTube channel, did this. Um, let me bring it up. What year this was? Two years ago, she did an acoustic guitar cover of "Whole Lot of Glean."
what you what do you think of that? I think it's great. I mean, it's it's lacking the ah uh, part, unfortunately. <laughs> but that that one also has other chords, I think. Uh, so yeah, this like shorter, faster version. Unfortunately, with without the uh, overdrive distortion, yeah. whatever <laughs> part over it, I think that's very hard to emulate with an acoustic guitar. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, ah. She also has the chord progressions here in the description. It has some really beautiful chord progression. And those are also... Uh, you can also hear that well on the uh, this acoustic cover. And she sings along wonderfully. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, her, yeah, her yeah. voice is great. I um, So yeah, it's simple acoustic guitar and, and, and voice. But yeah, the, the faster tempo. It comes in at a minute 28. Um, and... What is it? yeah? What's the original? Two eighteen. So yeah, really uh, busting through and kind of she kind of eliminates some of the instrumental sections, right? A little bit. Um, but yeah, the uh, so she is doing a new version of it, a more kind of full studio version that I've not heard yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, I once I get it, it's going to be on this Glean tribute comp that uh, this guy Michael is putting together. I'm contributing in a cover of Answer, which I played on the Answer episode, uh, though I'm, I'm remixing it a little bit. But uh, she is doing this song uh, again, but wants to give it the, like a full treatment. So I've, I've been talking to her a little bit, and as soon as I get it, I'll plug it in later, because this episode won't come out for like a month. So she'll have it ready and uh, pretty, pretty soon. So... She's going to have yeah. two two versions <laughs> of this on this episode. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, so here's Carrie again playing it. Lots of issues to 
think, unless there's anything I'm forgetting, I think it's time to score this song. Ooh. <laughs> oh, people always act like, act like they forget that that is going to happen. You I, know it's I remembered happen. it, but I knew that I would have trouble scoring the song because it's really, <laughs> really hard to to think about like where in my personal ranking it would be. It's, it's a weird one. The, yeah. the song that I would think about when I was like asked, oh, what's your favorite Play Might Be Giant song? Those right. were, would be like The End of the Tour, Bertos, and They Need a Crane, all that stuff. Um, but it's just an awesome song. So uh, it's, it's really a pity that it didn't make it on, well, due to it being a song about <laughs> signing <laughs> yeah, album. Yeah. 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 So it it didn't get a proper album release uh, and like imagine the song with with some other lyrics some I don't know creeping around in the darkness whatever. <laughs> I mean it could yeah, it could still be about it could still be about the fight and never quitting this fight. It you yeah. could just not say a whole lot of copies of glean booklets to sign, right. you know. The complicated personal issues that that's standard Linnell stuff. Right, that and could then, go, you then know. put it on a on on Glean or whatever. Yeah, and then it would be for me probably the best song on Glean. Wow! So, yeah, if I Basically, have to compare it, I mean, I don't yeah. on Glean. I really I like a lot of the songs. I don't really like uh, Underwater Woman, but um, <laughs> I think that's that's one that's really dividing the the fandom. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But if they weren't but, trying out weird things. I would say if they never sure, wrote a song sure. that if you never if they never wrote a song that you didn't like, that probably means they aren't trying hard enough to be they might be giants, <laughs> right? Because I mean, there are people that you know, like Boat of Car. What the hell is that? Like, if you heard, if you were like, "Hey, you should check out this band. They might be giants." Okay, <laughs> what do they sound like? This and then I took my boat for a car, and they'd be like, "I don't like this band at all." So stuff like this song is is unique in that it's uh like I said it's kind of got that dead kind of feeling mm. in that like this could fit yeah maybe with different lyrics yeah, yeah. like a track four or five kind of like slow it down but it's still got that high like like eighties like Van Halen tone guitar just like wailing up there mm. um, so it's a very interesting kind of juxtaposition of sounds but yeah the lyrics I think were probably like well this is just a promotional song. Mm. I don't know. So what's your score? <sighs> score it. Score it. Score. <laughs> Kimeta. <laughs> Which means it's decided. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Decide. So, you must decide. Yeah. I wouldn't put a nine in front of it. I would put an eight. Okay. Just straight up eight. Because you could do eight, eight point something. Point uh 8.2 okay i think on on glean like uh probably the the end of the rope also also would do eight eight one or so Uh uh-huh but yeah eight eight point two i think okay yeah this this is definitely a tough one for all the reasons we just said um because lyrically it's it's funny but yeah like will it stand the test of time i mean it's it's about song that i could use for many weeks sometimes i have to change because it's like uh, 
uh, as a as an like uh, when I want to wake up, you know. Uh, oh yeah. Use the alert, and uh, there's few songs that really work with that. I think Whole Lot of Clean is one that really gets you awake pretty fast. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah. That's it's true. different from, for for example, uh, Undine, which is very slowly. Right. Can uh, lulls you bit. awake. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's if you really want to, ah, like your train yeah. is in one hour and you still gotta eat breakfast, then yeah. Yeah, I need something like a lot of clean. And I you, still you didn't could, grow tired of it. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> you could also put on "I Left My Body." Ah! <laughs> well, that's that's too hard. I tried it once. Just, oh, okay. Burnt. <laughs> uh, I yeah. You know, one thing I forgot to mention is how Linnell actually doubles his vocal track on this one. And I noticed you did the same thing. Vocal mm. doubling is something I do pretty much hundred percent of the time. I love vocal doubling. I love the Beach Boys. They doubled everything. Mm. Um, so you sing the lead vocal. You sing it again, usually a little lower in volume, tucked behind to give it more power. They might be giants. Don't do this a whole lot. And when they do, it's usually Flansburg. Um, will mm. like beef beef up a falsetto by double tracking it. Um, but Linnell does this, and they're like slightly. When I listen to it, walking the dog with earbuds in, they're slightly panned just off a of center. So there's two vocal tracks, but they're kind of in opposite ears, not like fully panned to each ear. But hearing a Linnell track that uh, as a vocal double was awesome, because I love that. And there's some songs where I'm like, why didn't they double that? It's just not Mm. usually their thing. So that was kind of surprising. Forgot to bring that up back when we were really talking about the song, but I love that. So I didn't even remember that that it was in the original, because I think I listened to the original twice while recording it and the, most of it was uh by ear or by right whatever i remembered and still i i did the pretty much the same uh, thing with my yeah. vocal tracks <laughs> and that's put it a yeah. little bit in the one ear and in the other yeah so yeah it, it seems to serve the song as as they like to say definitely yeah <laughs> and it kind of ge- keeps with that kind of ethereal nature of the guitar because mm. you got linnell coming at you a little bit from both sides in your ears yeah yeah so what am I going to score this thing? This is really kind of uh it's tearing me up inside. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm good. This song has been really growing on me. I think I'm going to go. I don't know if I can give it a seven though. I'm just looking at past scores and I think I got to go 6.9, which uh. seems, which seems low, but it's above Istanbul. So got oh, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta leave room, man. Can't throw out a bunch of whole t- whole lot of tens. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I'm being serenaded by a German man. <laughs> Don't tell my oh. wife. Uh, <laughs> dude, that was a whole lot of fun. Thanks for staying up till uh, what time is it there now? Three. Three in the morning, you young yeah. pup. You'll be you'll be fine. You'll sleep it off. Yeah. So you don't have anything early tomorrow. No, no, not tomorrow. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, man. That was super fun. Do you have anything you want to plug? I mean, what's your what's your SoundCloud channel? Uh, uh, uh Takahiro Twenty Four. <laughs> there you go, Takahiro Twenty Four. 
on SoundCloud. Got a whole bunch of good covers. We've played a couple of them on the podcast already. Uh, thanks for being on, man. I'm going to do my little credit spiel. Uh, thanks for listening to This Might Be a Podcast. We uh, are doing a disclaimer now. We are not officially uh, uh, associated with the band They Might Be Giants. <laughs> I'm just uh, really in love with that band. So, yeah, you could go to uh, thismightbeapodcast.com, thismightbeapodcast.bandcamp.com to hear a whole bunch of covers uh, by me and other people. And uh, we got Twitter at This Might Be a Pod. If we're on Facebook, you can email This Might Be a Pod at Gmail. Uh, voicemail 224 801 2930. Leave me voicemails in different languages just to be confusing. That would be cool to have a voicemail in German and then run it through Google Translate and see how it comes out. So I think somebody out there should do that. You know, I don't know who. Yeah. I don't know who. That'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the only German fan. <laughs> well, hey, two. yeah. Yeah, one of two. <laughs> well, let's get the other one on. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, thanks, Noah. That was awesome. So I'm going to let you go to bed now. Thank you very much. <laughs> All righty. Bye.